It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Free agency opens and the Oklahoma City Thunder make a surprising move by declining Lou Dort's team option after saying on Saturday right from Sam Presti's mouth that they'd exercise the team option. What changed from Saturday to Wednesday as free agency opens today and Lou Dort hits the open market, but as a restricted free agent. Plus, Mike Muscala no longer on the Thunder. He's an unrestricted free agent. What are the roster ramifications of that? And the San Antonio Spurs joined the tanking party for Victor Wembanyama. All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Thunder Podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, brought to you by Arcade One Up, Sam Presti zags on Lou Dort's team option declines Mike Muscala's team option, but picks up Isaiah Roby's team option. What are the roster fallouts from all three moves? Plus, free agency starts today as the Spurs join the tanking party. What moves can OKC make today in free agency and throughout these next couple of weeks? All that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Thunder Podcast on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Today's show is brought to you by Arcade 1UP. Lockdown Thunder is partnering with Arcade 1UP to give away three Count them, one, two, three, free NBA Jam Shack machines. That's right, three of them. These guys know uh, what they're doing when they're making these retro three-quarter scale at-home arcade games like Pac-Man, Golden Tee, and many more. And now they've done it with NBA Jam Shack Edition. Enter to win arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one up.com slash locked on for your chance to win one. So again, thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball, and the Thunder made a very interesting move on Wednesday. We waited around all day for the decision to come down, and the Thunder still have not actually put this out officially yet in terms of like an official transaction release, but it has been reported all these moves, so technically uh, things can still change, but uh, the Athletic is rarely wrong whenever they're reporting this stuff, and Keith Smith, who's reported the Roby and Muscala stuff, is, is uh, always right as well, so... Uh, let's start with Lou Dort. So, rewinding to Saturday, we've talked about this in the podcast all week. Sam Presti said Saturday at the introductory press conference that the team will pick up Lou Dort's player option, making him under contract for $1.9 million on an expiring contract. But instead, Sham Sharania of the Athletic reports that OKC has declined Lou Dort's player option. And what that does is make him a restricted free agent. So, this allows OKC an easier path to work out an extension with Lou Dort, 
or match any offers any other team gives him. Now, this was always the most likely case scenario. Like this, until Saturday, everyone I've ever talked to about this within the NBA has always said that the the assumption was this was the right path to go, and this is what they were, they were going to do was decline the option. And then Saturday comes around, and Sam Presti says that they were not going to decline it. And then Wednesday comes around, they did decline it. So they did decline it, and the question is what changed? Because Sam Presti did leave that caveat in there that if something changes, he'll let us know. So what did change? It's not the salary cap, folks. Like, we just got the salary cap numbers publicly, like, in the NBA Twitter sphere. I guarantee you, on Saturday, whenever Sam Presti made that comment, he had the salary cap projections. Is he trying to force Ludort's agent to go get an offer he thinks that, that Ludort's agent thinks he can get, and then they'll match it? Maybe. But this was always just the route that they were supposed to go with this uh, decision with Ludort's. So ultimately, I think maybe Sam Presti for once misspoke, and, and um, you know who knows why or the reason behind it. As far as OKC working out an extension with him, they can match any offer that a team throws his way, so that is a huge positive, and that allows you stability, and that allows you a security blanket uh, to where Lou Dort can go get his true market value, and wherever he signs on the offer sheet, you can bring him back on that same ticket. Why I think it'll be hard to envision a sign-and-trade aspect and why I think that this is the best move for him to stay in OKC long-term is because the sign-and-trade, of course, would trigger a hard cap, and not a lot of teams have cap space to begin with, and it's just, would you want to hard cap yourself for Lou Dor if you're a team out there? Maybe somebody would, but ultimately, if I was a betting man, I would bet that Lou Dor is back in OKC on a long-term deal. And as I said this week, it never made any sense to decline his player option. Uh, it, just, it just didn't add up, because Sam Presti rarely lets these guys hit unrestricted free agency, and while they've been preaching 2023 cap flexibility this whole time, you're telling me that you have this month, you know, this monstrosity of a plan with all this cap space that you can't afford Lou Dort does not make a lot of sense either. And if I had to guess, you know, Dort will sign a contract either in OKC or elsewhere that the Thunder will match and they'll get their true market value. And if, and I have, if I had to guess what that will be, I think Lou Dort will sign for about 15 to 18 million dollars per year. Um, that, that's kind of where I'm at with Ludwig's contract numbers. We'll see what's out there. Um, the max they could have offered him whenever they picked up his option, if they were to pick up his option, would have been uh, just shy of 15. So we'll see where it goes from here. We'll see what kind of implications that it has on the max that they can give him now that they've declined the option. It'll be like, I believe it's like 25% or something like that of the of the cap. Uh, it's it's all out there for the taking for Ludwig. And this is what makes sense for both sides. And I talked about this last month. If you're the Thunder, you have the first right of refusal. If you're Lou Dort, you can go get what the market dictates. And both sides are happy. Neither side feels like uh, they'll get over on either one of the, you know, the other. And so this was the, always the best path for a long-term, you know, a long-term stay in OKC for Lou Dort. If they would have followed through with picking up his option, as I said this week, if they were to follow through with picking up his team option, I would have been a lot more scared about Ludort's, you know, trajectory or Ludort's sustainability in OKC. 
because of those other factors about, about Sam Presti not letting guys hit on a free agency and the big concern or the big worry of what if he did hit restricted free agency, you don't have that security blanket. You don't have that backup plan, um, you know, out there for you. This was the best move to make. It was the right move to make in the thunder. How, for whatever reason, changed course and ended up making the best move that they could to keep Lou Dort and OKC long-term. And so we'll see what's out there for Dort. Uh, there's not a lot of cap space out there in general in the NBA. And so uh, you know, we'll see who has free, who has money left after free agency opens tonight at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern. And we'll see how quickly he signs an offer sheet. Now, how this works is he'll sign an offer sheet and the Thunder will have X days to match you know that offer. I believe it's a week uh, to offer, you know, to, to, ma- to match the offer. But for that entire week, whoever offered Lou Dort and got him to sign an offer sheet, that cap space cannot be redistributed. So the Thunder then can swoop in on the seventh day of seven or however long they get to match it. They can then swoop on that last day and match it. And then every other free agency, every other free agent is gone for that team that signed him to, to use. So I would not expect this process to work quickly because if you're a team that does have cap, have cap space, a very rare scenario um, a very rare scenario in, in this uh, league year in this year for the NBA. If you are a team that has cap space though, and you sign him, you've got that tied up for what exactly for the thunder to just come and match it in a few days and you miss out on somebody else or miss out on a different transaction. Uh, so I think that this will move kind of slow if I'm being honest, but I also you know thought we could, we could believe the Sam Presti intro presser. I, I'm not sure what changed. I don't think it's a salary cap. Uh, maybe we can try to, you know, put our uh, investigation hats on or our assumption hats on and read between the lines. Um, but I think that the most logical thing that changed is either A, Sam Presti just misspoke on accident while talking to a big crowd, which we can all relate to, or B, Lou Dort's representation believes he can get Lou Dort a lot more than what the Thunder were offering. And the Thunder said, okay, if you truly believe that, let's test it. And you go sign an offer sheet, we'll match it. And that's the end of the day. And, you know, that's the end of the discussion, right? And then you're locked in OKC long-term. Uh, so either way, I think that Lou Dort ends up back in OKC, uh, mainly because the sign-and-trade aspect, again, who's who's going to um, give Lou Dort the offer sheet plus give the Thunder assets plus hard cap themselves? Um, it, it's it's going to be difficult to do a sign-and-trade, in my opinion. But again, things can often change, and they often do change. Uh, but that's kind of where we're at with Ludort so far. This was the right decision. I'm glad it came to this, and I'm glad that it reversed course from where it was on Saturday uh, in terms of, of what we thought was going to happen. Coming up, let's talk about Mike Muscala, Isaiah Roby, the Spurs, and free agency as a whole. But first, I want to tell you right now, but good friends over at Arcade One Up. Boom, shakalaka, we have big news. The one, the only NBA Jam is back. Arcade One Up, the leader in home retro arcade games, is not only bringing the best game ever back, they're making it better than ever with the wait for it Shack Edition machine. People are obsessed with NBA Jam, and I'm thrilled to tell our listeners that you get this incredible retro game that you can once again play hoops with a classic fashion with NBA legends in the arcade classic. You can jump clear across the court, you can set the ball on fire. It's the first sports game ever to feature real digitized NBA sports licensing. No fouls, no free throws, no quarters required. Compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards. Make your connection better than ever 
and pre-order today at Arcade One Up. That's Arcade the Number One Up.com for an estimated early September ship date. Arcade One Up is the place for fun. They've got even more classics like Golden Tea, Mortal Kombat, and many others starting at $3.99. Check this out. They give they're giving away an NBA GM Shack Edition machine to our Locked On Thunder listeners by entering a chance to win this gaming console for your man cave at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one up.com slash locked on. You've got until July 8th to enter to win NBA Jam Shack Machine console. Do not miss out. Enter today. And who are you going to play NBA Jam with? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. And let's talk about Mike Muscala. He had his team option declined. So the Thunder declined Mike Muscala's $3.5 million team option. Mike Muscala is now an unrestricted free agent. He can go to any team in the NBA. The Thunder do not have the right to match the contract. Um, and he's he's as free as, as a bird to go anywhere he wants to go in free agency. Bit of a surprise, I guess, because, again, yesterday I predicted that they'd pick up everybody's option at the time. We thought we were working to the assumption of Sam Pressy's presser on Saturday. Uh, but bit of a surprise uh, in general. You know, he loves being an OKC. He was a good veteran leader. Um you know, he, he cried at his press conference two years ago talking about how much this community and organization means to him. Uh, he's a Thunder legend. He's a, He was a great guy for this organization. But as everyone is is mourning the loss of Mike Muscala, I would just say uh, don't don't put the kids to bed just yet on a Mike Muscala return to OKC. Uh, I would just say be prepared uh, to not throw away your Muscala jerseys yet uh, in OKC. So, in general, though, for, for Mike Muscala, while I would not rule out a Thunder return by any means, he can really help a contender. As long as that ankle progressed nicely after surgery, off the bench shooting threes as a stretch five, getting more minutes and more run on a team that wants to win, he can really help somebody out there for a very, very low price. So uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of how his offseason unfolds. Now let's talk uh, Isaiah Roby. Isaiah Roby had this team option picked up, and there's a lot of intricacies with this. So the Thunder do pick up his $1.9 million team option. Uh, and then if you're pro Roby, you spent yesterday celebrating. If you're anti Roby, you spent yesterday saying, well, what about July 3rd? Here's the problem with July 3rd. Technically, technically this 1.9 is not guaranteed until July 3rd. It's partially guaranteed. That guarantee date does not matter. It just doesn't. 1.9 is a drop in the bucket for NBA franchises. You can easily wave that outright in October and not care at all versus only giving him whatever they're, they're going to count as partial of 1.9 million. Um, they could have just declined his option yesterday and not paid him a dime. And and you can counter that by saying, well, they're paying him part of it at least to do him a favor. 
that's not a favor. If they were to legitimately pick up his option yesterday on Wednesday, only to decline it on July 3rd, that's actually a detriment to Isaiah Roby. Because sure, you did pay him part of the money, but you've also tied him up for the first few days of free agency as roster spots begin to dwindle and teams begin to make their plans and teams begin to fill out their roster. He wasn't out there and available to them. So he can recoup that money in the open market today if he was available today. So picking up his option and then just waiving him in three days does not make a ton of sense at all uh, and isn't really even the player-friendly thing to do. It's not really even the, the high-class organization thing to do. He will need to compete in training camp for his spot. I don't believe that he's a lock for this roster, but picking up this option is not just to cut him on, on July 3rd. Picking up this option is to give him the chance to compete and a chance to prove himself and, and a chance to, um, you know, and, and a chance to make the roster again. And then in October you can waive him if he doesn't uh, pan out, if he doesn't live up to that expectation. Maybe he can be a sweetener in a trade. You know, he was one point nine a sweetener with favors or with Jermichael Green. Who knows what it could be? Uh, I wouldn't lock him into the roster. I think he has a good shot to make it though. But I wouldn't lock him in uh, just because I picked up this option. But I certainly would not say. He's going to get cut on July 3rd. So we'll see kind of how that all transpires. Uh, today is the guarantee date for Tim Alvon. But again, 1.9 is an easy number to cut. And it's an easy number to come off of, even if you pay it in full in October. Give him the chance to compete. Give him the chance to prove himself. And then ultimately, he probably still ends up on the chopping block. But still, give him the chance. You might as well, because you can easily afford to cut 1.9 mil. It's just, it's just too simple. Um, what's going to happen tonight? So we'll talk about free agency in the third segment, but for the Thunder salary cap purposes, at midnight, the Thunder lose their salary cap and they become operating as an over-the-cap team. This is the last chance. Today's the last chance for Sam Presti to take on a big contract and gain an asset from it. Uh, so at midnight, they'll be over the cap. They're still trying to move off of Jermichael Green's $8.2 million. And of course, they have Derek Favors' $10.1 million as well. Presti confirmed that, that they're going to find a new home for Green before October. Uh, so we'll see where that all unfolds. But just as a reminder, because I know that you've been you know, spending this last year pounding into your head that they're under the salary cap floor, under the salary cap floor, and this is such a dramatic change and a dramatic shift, at midnight, they're over the salary cap. So they, they can't really just become a wastelands for contracts anymore uh, starting at midnight. So it appears from everything that we've seen that the Thunder are going to try to acquire yet another contract tonight, you know, you know today, and getting an asset for it, whether that be a second-round pick or two second-round picks or whatever it may end up being. But the main goal is still 2023 cap flexibility. Uh, it would just have to be a massive expiring contract that teams want to move on from uh, with, and, of course, incentivize the Thunder to do it by giving them a second-round pick or something. Uh, but Because the, the main goal is still keep that 2023 salary cap flexible and keep that kind of open for whatever they have planned next offseason whenever this team is more solidified you know, as they get a year older as they get more developed, as they get another draft pick under their belts, um, all those fact, all those things factoring in next year. So uh, in a better free agency class next year as well. And not that the Thunder are going to lure away a ton of free agents, but it is a better class next year. So there's a ton of reasons to keep flexibility for 2023. That's what they're going to do. But just as a reminder, this is the last chance to go get a Bledsoe or Westbrook or whoever you, you think that they might get. Ultimately, it wouldn't shock me to see the Thunder just sit on this money and not do anything with it, but this is the final chance that they have. This is the final chance that they have to do something. Um, so we'll see if they just kind of let the uh, 
ship pass in the night or if they actually do uh, try to do something and try to get another move in before the final buzzer. But if I was a betting man, I would bet that they don't do anything. Coming up, let's talk about free agency and let's talk about another team joining the Victor Romagnana sweepstakes. But first, I want to say right now, but are good friends over at Sakara. Sakara is awesome. It is a meal service that helps you feel your best by starting with what you eat. Sakara helps you live a healthy, balanced lifestyle that you truly enjoy with delicious, plant-rich, uh, transformational nutrition that builds a foundation for living in your best body. Now is the time to seek wellness, joy, and abundance of areas in your life, starting with what you eat. With Sakara, you get nutrients, dish, dense meals, snacks, and supplements to nourish your body without sacrificing taste or quality. You get this incredible, incredible option at Sakara with organic, plant-rich, plant-rich ingredients. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food medicine on a mission to nourish your body throughout the power of plants. It is awesome with their plant-rich ingredients. So check them out today by going to Sakara and they're offering our listeners 20% off your first order. When you go to Sakara.com slash lockdown20, that's Sakara.com slash lockdown20, or simply enter the code lockdown20 at checkout. Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash lockdown20 to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash lockdown20. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who can help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LL Thunder Pod. The Spurs join the tanking party by trading DeJounte Murray to the Atlanta Hawks, and the, and the Hawks give up Gallinari. They give up a 2023 first-round pick that's protected via Charlotte. They give up a 2025 unprotected first-round pick, a 2026 pick swap, and a 2027 unprotected first-round pick. The Spurs are going to be very bad next year. They're going to tank for a generational star in Victor Wembanyama, And if you shoot for the moon and miss, you're still going to hit a star in this draft. I promise you there's going to be five, six guys who you think can change a franchise in next year's draft. Next year's draft is going to be very, very, very good. From Victor to uh, Scoot Henderson to the Thompson Twins to Whitehead. Like, there so many options out there. So many options out there. So it's not as though they made this singular move only for Victor Mignogna. They did it for a player who will likely be better than the than, than, than DeJounte Murray. And at least if he's not better than Murray, he'll be under more control than Murray without having to pay him quickly from clutch and all that other stuff. So they have a chance to get Victor Mignogna that they didn't have otherwise. Uh, and, and you're just looking 
you're looking to improve those odds if you're the Spurs. Um, the only thing that this really matters for the, for the Thunder is, of course, another team going to gun after Victor Wembanyama. And you look right now, and there's just this high praise from Thunder fans about what the team did this offseason so far, and, and that's great, and you should be excited about the team, but realistically, they've added young guys that are very fun and exciting, but how how much are those young guys going to kind of uh, compete in young guys, not necessarily get playing time, but young, they're going to get a ton of playing time, but how much of those young guys impact winning in a positive way in year one? Can you outwin, you know, Houston, Sacramento? Can you outwin Orlando, Detroit, Indiana, Washington, San Antonio, Portland, right? And, and injuries are going to happen, and these teams are going to get off to bad starts, and we're not even through free agency yet. So, like, do are the Thunder going to be better next year? I think so. I think they're going to be much much improved next year. The Thunder have still never finished in the bottom half of, uh, you know, in the bottom half of the lottery system in terms of finishing bottom three, which ties you for the best odds at number one. So they still, while tanking egregiously these last couple of years, have not had a bottom three record yet, and I don't think they're going to do that this this season either. But how much better are they than four? Like, if they tried their absolute hardest, could they get to six, seven, or eight? Sure. But I'm not sure how, how much better they can do than that. So that's whenever you're going to see them shift at the all-star break to get themselves closer to that four spot uh, less organically. So, you know, it just adds another team in there. And for the Thunder fans, you're going to have to deal with more fan bases being annoying about Shea. Like, honestly, you're going to have to... Fan bases are going to always make fake trades for stars and fake rumors for stars. And they're going to always put him in trade machines for SGA. And now they're going to do it while screaming, well, the Spurs did it with Jonte Murray. Like, it's it's two totally different things, two totally different in- instances. But, uh, yeah, so brace yourself for that for multiple fans Regarding Shea, let's talk about NBA free agency, which should be kind of a quiet time for OKC. I expect them to re-sign Lou Dort. I expect them to look for trades for Jermichael Green and Derek Favors, uh, and then keep 2023 cap flexibility. Those are the three missions in free agency, and and if they can accomplish all three things, then they get an A plus for the offseason. Um, and so we'll see kind of how they react from there. That's the game plan, though. That's the strategy for the offseason. Uh, according to our good friends over at Bet Online, here are the odds. These are the only three players that have betting odds for the Thunder to go sign them. The first one is uh, DeAndre Jordan. If DeAndre Jordan's not back with the Suns, the Thunder have the eighth best odds at landing him at plus 900. They're not going to land DeAndre uh, DeAndre Ayton. I've been saying Jordan. They're not going to land DeAndre Ayton. They have the eighth best odds to do so for DeAndre Ayton. If the Knicks do not bring back Mitchell Robinson, which I think that they're going to, the Thunder have the third highest odds to get Mitchell Robinson at plus 400. And then if the Lakers do not bring back Russell Westbrook, uh, if they try to trade him, of course, he's already opted in. If they if they try to trade Russell Westbrook, the Thunder are the lead favorites to get him at plus 350. I don't think they're going to do any of these three things, but that's just kind of what you can bet on with our good friends over at BetOnline uh, for this offseason. So expect a quiet night tonight in terms of the Thunder because I think that this Ludort stuff will drag out a bit um, because you don't want to tie up your, your salary on night one whenever the Thunder could just match it easily. Um, don't close the door on Mike Muscala returning. Don't expect the Thunder to, to cut uh, Isaiah Roby on July the 3rd. Um, keep your eyes out for tailmouth on stuff. And the goal of this offseason is to keep flexibility, re-sign Lou Dort, and of course, find new homes for Jermichael Green and Derek Favors. Other than that, we'll see if they make one final move to bring in a bad contract for an asset 
and who that might be. We'll break it all down tomorrow on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. Follow along wherever you get your podcast from. And until then, be good and be good to one another. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.